in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross. All right, a couple of minutes after 4 o'clock. And welcome into game time with Tom and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Lots to do today. Kind of a busy show. Uh, and we're going to get to it all for you in the next couple of hours. I, I, I just, I'm so angry with John Morris right now. I, I, Why is that? He brought in pizza for all of us. And <laughs> I mean, I can't stop eating it. Yeah, you, you, you oh, took the last piece. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I, I snatched up the last piece of pie. <laughs> so, uh, can you give me an update on the on the two purples? Uh, that right now it is six to six. We're in the bottom of the seventh. Really, TCU is at the plate with a runner on first and two outs. That has been the slowest baseball game. Well, nope. The, I think the one in front the of it was, front was, pretty <laughs> was pretty slow, too. So uh, if you drew the 730 start tonight, you're in trouble. Because yeah. you better get you some no-dos and a, and a pot of coffee. But that's the deal you get into, Garrett, when you play these tournaments. Do you think that helps, though? Like, like Just for this single situation when the late game is bedlam. I mean, neither one of these teams really had to travel. It's essentially a home game for both. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I don't know. It, it's 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 still late. I wow, mean, I know it's late, and it's a it's a work night. I started to say it's a school night, and it may be for some. Uh, you know, I know a lot of schools got mm-hmm. out today, uh, and a lot of schools have been getting out for the last week or so. But you know, it's uh, it's not exactly the middle of July, so I mean, there still could be some schools going on. Up there, but it, 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 as far as attendance is concerned, I don't think that attendance has been has been good. Uh, but we'll find out when Bedlam plays tonight. Yeah, t- to me, that's one of those games where so, I wouldn't I wouldn't be up for that one. If, if you're the <laughs> if you're the if you're the city of uh, if you're Oklahoma City, correct, and and their athletic group, I forget the name of it. Man, they got they do a great job running the running the thing. You want that thing to start on time, seven thirty. You oh, yeah. don't want nine o'clock. You don't want people going. I'm not coming to the game. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm not coming to the game. So. Uh, no, you want that thing to get on time. So you need Texas. Who is Texas playing this afternoon? Texas is playing West Virginia. West Virginia. And that game should have started four minutes ago, I believe, if I, look, if I looked at the bracket correctly. But uh, you want that game to somehow, someway speed up. Yeah, and another thing is, you know, you had also had to keep in mind the weather. I know that was a big concern leading into this was where you're going to have issues with that. It, it's kind of cleared up up there. Hopefully that doesn't become a factor as well. What inning are we in? In uh, We are in the top of the eighth right top now. Top of the eighth, but in, in, and TCU the, opened it up in the sixth really. They scored three runs in the sixth to kind of jump out ahead or to get back in this to get, game. Yeah, well it was, I mean it was I think I think Kane, K-State put up a four spot in the first inning. Yeah. And uh, K-State just rips a ball to the, to the wall uh, so they're going to get a leadoff double to start the uh, the the seventh inning. So, but uh, you know, the, we'll see how that one goes. But Baylor will play the loser of this game. So, uh, and that will be uh, breakfast at uh, breakfast at the Brick again, nine o'clock in the morning, eight forty five for the pregame here on ESPN Central Texas. And you know, I don't know. There's there's so much speculation, and you don't know what's going on with the committee. I'll say this: you better start winning some games. 
Because take it out of the committee's hands, I guess is my point. And the only way you're going to be able to do that now is to make a little run. No, I I thought they really had no room for error going into this. I know I've said that, but I really feel like Baylor needed to go up. They needed to take care of business and try to make it through at least two days without losing a game. Um, You know, I know that helping Texas Tech is going to help your RPI just because of their ranking and where they're at. Mm-hmm. But you needed to win that game. Yeah, you've lost, what, let's see, four, five of your last seven games yeah. uh, against conference competition. You lost two or three to Oklahoma State, two or three to Oklahoma, and then you lose today to Texas Tech. And let's be honest, it wasn't even close. I nope. mean, they got uh, thumped from the from the from from jump. And what was it? The first batter. First batter. First batter yard. leaves the yard, and it's three to nothing in the bottom of the first. And uh, and I'll say this: they maneuvered through that game with maybe the back end of the bullpen, and you had a freshman starter, which was an interesting decision. You, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, only with, thing I can tell you is maybe they felt like their best opportunity was against you know it was was tomorrow. See, uh, but I don't think you play it that way, or maybe you just flat thought that this kid was going to go to the mound and and you know and, and get it done. But well, he's been good. He's been really yeah. solid all year long. But I mean. This is postseason, essentially. You know, I mean, this well, is an environment. Well, it's not essentially. It no, is. I mean, it is yeah. postseason. But, you know, this is a, a situation where he hasn't been in before. Right. It's a new environment. The stakes are high. You're dealing with a team who is really angry because you went in and stole two from them. Uh, it, to me, it was like almost saying, I don't think we're going to beat Tech. Let's look ahead till tomorrow. And that may, you know, and again, you've got to maneuver your way all the way to Sunday. Right. So, in short, two starters. So I'm telling you right now, that had a lot to do with how he was going to manage. Because he's managing, you you got to manage the thing to win it. Right. What gives you the best chance to win it? Your best matchup. Is it your three? Because he's essentially, aren't they kind of at that, that spot where you're three starters? So your three right. starters going to go against either the two, the two starter from Kansas State in all likelihood, or, well, even it could be TCU. Uh, but, you know, when you're looking at the bracket, right. you're, you're saying, okay, I think the two seed should handle the seven seed. Now, it's baseball, and they all start 0-0, zero and, zero, and right now the two seed is not handling the seven seed. No. Uh, it's 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 6-6, six, six, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how all that works out. But I don't know. I mean, I really don't know, but I do know this. You've got to put your pitching together mm-hmm. to, to – you know, you 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 went to Oklahoma City to win the tournament. Right. You didn't go over. You didn't go to Oklahoma City. And say, you know what? Let's win a couple and play well. I know what we talk about. Right. I'm telling you what they're thinking. They're thinking is what gives us the best chance to win the Big Twelve Championship tournament. And to me, like going into it and and knowing ahead of time that hey, we're gonna have three of our better players not available. That's gotta sit with you. You know, as, as much as you want to say it's next man up mentality for these players. In in reality, you know the situation going out there. You know you're behind the eight ball going into this thing. And uh, to me, the, when you the, the way the season has ended, you're not really having any positive spin on things. It was kind of a mental block for me for the play. I could be wrong, but I, to me, that's how I'm seeing it. And, and it may be. I mean, you don't know. We're talking about young men, right. so uh, it, we'll, we'll see how it all goes. But uh, again, you know, w- w- we're looking at going. Hey, man, you got to get a couple of wins to get into the right. NCAA. I promise you, Steve Rodriguez and staff went to Bricktown Ballpark saying, what do we do to win the tournament? How do we align our pitching? How do we align our lineup 
to win, to be there on Sunday and give ourselves a chance to win this championship. But there's another thing to this, and there's two different perspectives. I know, like, Mosley and, and them are from the, the, the thought process of the selection committee is going to look at Baylor not having a full roster and kind of give them a pass. I, I think it's hurting them. Like, because you can't guarantee that you're going to be available if you get past this. Why would we easily let you in? I think the committee is going to look at their body of work. Their body of work is their body of work. Right. It's not what's available on my roster, what may be available on my roster, what isn't available. It is you won X, you lost Y, your RPI is Z. Right. I mean, whatever strength of schedule and what have we done in our last 10, those are the things that they're going to look at. They're going to look at your body of work. See, and I think you nailed it right there when you're talking about looking at the last 10 because it's what's fresh on your mind. It, it hasn't been good for them, honestly, down the stretch. No, that's what I'm saying. They've lost five of their last seven games, uh, you know, two or three to Oklahoma State, mm -hmm. and then they lose the series at home, which they typically haven't lost at home. No, they've been really good at home. And they lost two of three to Oklahoma uh, on you know at home, and then they just lose this morning. And again, this morning, you know, eleven to four, and it wasn't that close. No, I mean let's just you know let's just be honest about it. So anyway, uh, we'll we'll get into all of that. We've got high school baseball to talk about. We've we've got all kinds of fun stuff going on on the program. As Randy Smith from Crawford High School would would join us, John Machada from the Athletic to mm -hmm. talk Cowboy OTAs. Uh, we'll get into that, and it sounds very promising for one Dak Prescott. All indications are, yeah, it's, it's looking good. It's you know when when the coach says, "Hey, he's ahead of schedule." That's, that's a pro that's hear. a promising note. So we'll get into that. Alex Scarborough is going to join us from ESPN.com. Talk a little about. Uh, where we're going with this conversation. Okay, so Alex, if you haven't had an opportunity, I highly recommend going to ESPN.com and checking out this article by Alex. And it's he's going in depth about the tampering, the active tampering that's going on in college football, um, you know, with, with self-recruiting, not just coaches from other teams recruiting these players who are actively on another roster, whether that's within your conference or uh, another conference uh, opponent. And then it's also getting into how this is all stemming from the transfer portal and how everything has kind of gotten out of control and it's become the wild, wild west. You know, you, you bring that up, and, I, and I'll make this point that we'll move on. I was listening to the Kansas State broadcast uh, uh -huh. before I came in. I was listening to Kansas State and TCU. Uh, you know, they're playing right now. And, and uh, they were talking about a player, and I believe it was their shortstop, mm -hmm. and they were talking about how he got beat out earlier in the year. And uh, one of the guys said, well, and he didn't complain. He didn't gripe, he, you know, and the other guy chimes in and he didn't jump in the portal. Yeah, he worked his I way mean, back. I mean, that's kind of become our conversation. And he's back in the lineup right now yeah. and playing well. What he did was buckle up and go to work. I mean, if you novel are, concept, isn't it? I, honestly, if, if you're wanting to compete and I think more so, and I, I don't know, I just feel like the, the path to become a professional baseball player is a lot more difficult with all of the, the hoops you got to go through and the different levels. But if you stay and you can fight here, I think that'll help you when you're trying to fight your way up through these single A and double A's. And he's probably, I mean, come on. There's only a slight number get drafted and move oh, on. Yeah. This, is, this is about me. This is about me trying to be the best me. And being the best me, in my opinion, is lining up and competing with you. And if I can beat you out for that starting job, then I've just made our team better. Right. And that's what – but we're not doing that anymore. We're going, oh, oh, poor, poor, pitiful me. I was promised 
the starting job at shortstop. So I'm going to go someplace where they're going to give me the starting job at shortstop. And listening, and I bring that up because you, when you start reading Alex Scarborough's article, it may not be Garrett Ross, the coach at X University, mm-hmm. picking up the phone, but he's got people back channeling into the interest level of other players that they might need on their team, and Absolutely. that's garbage. I mean, you can, what you're doing is you're saying, oh, I've got this recruit from such and such school. You played with him. You know, put you, on, put you in charge of recruiting. Yeah, sort of. All right, uh, 14 after 4. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight with low temperatures falling to 71 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow, meaning more clouds than sunshine. It'll be humid with a high of 88. And on Friday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's on to Oklahoma City and the Big 12 Baseball Tournament for Coach Steve Rodriguez and the Bears. The Bears back in action Thursday morning in Oklahoma City against either TCU or Kansas State. 8.45 for the warm-up show, 9 a.m. first pitch Thursday. Baylor Baseball from the Big 12 Tournament in Oklahoma City. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. My house has a new here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? 
the pickup outfitters we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco. We're here to help you and your bro. On the web at createacommotion.com. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 19 minutes after four, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas as we roll through a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Haven't been able to say that much here lately, but we we say it now as we welcome in the voice of the Baylor baseball team from OKC, Derek Smith. Derek, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Hey, Tom, doing well. Uh, We actually got a pretty beautiful afternoon up here, too, so we'll take it while we can get it after these last couple weeks. Absolutely, and there was a lot of conversation leading into the Big 12 tournament at the brick that there may be some inclement weather and we've been there for that and it's no fun but today anyway it looks like it's terrific weather it is so far so good now there's some uh, concerning forecasts as we get into uh, later tomorrow and into friday but for now we'll be glad that baylor played this morning and has another game tomorrow morning which we should be good to get them in all right, so we, we don't know who you're going to play. Uh, and, you know, you, you would think a two would, would go ahead and take care of a, of a seven, but certainly not the case right now as Kansas State and, and, uh, and Texas Tech are battling it out in, in that ball game. But let's go back and revisit the Tech game just a little bit. W- when you got the lineup this morning, uh, probably bright and early, about six or seven o'clock, <laughs> what, uh, w- when you first saw that, that Cam was going to be on the bump for the Bears, what was your initial thought? Well, you know, we have seen him pitch. He, he's been pitching more lately What with the issues of guys being unavailable, and he's pitched pretty well. And he hadn't, uh, Texas Tech hadn't seen him. So you, the hope would be that he continued to pitch well, that he was a new arm they hadn't seen, and that he would, you know, if he pitched like he had been, you'd be talking about hopefully a close ball game through four or five innings that would keep you in position to win, which is really what he did against Oklahoma and Kansas State 
But unfortunately, that was not the case today. Um, Texas Tech uh, leadoff batter Drew Baker, who's a first-team All-Big 12 performer, had a home run leading off the inning, and then uh, four walks helped uh, set the stage for two more runs to score. And, man, almost before you knew it, um, Texas Tech had put a crooked number on the board. And it's a shame because Cam Cayley has pitched reasonably well. You know, he hasn't been as good as Tyler Thomas has been, but that that would be a tall bar to clear right now for Thomas being a veteran. But you kind of thought he'd have a chance to to get you maybe four or five innings uh, as he's been doing, and unfortunately, it wasn't it wasn't the case. Steve got him out after just one inning, and my initial thought was, well, he's going to get him out so he can use him later in the tournament. He did throw forty eight pitches, so he's kind of in that that little no man's land right there after throwing forty eight pitches. Yeah, and that's true, and hopefully the hope would be that obviously we can keep on playing and win tomorrow and play into Friday or Saturday, and then, you know, come maybe Friday or Saturday, those 48 pitches don't seem like a whole lot. He's gone about 20 or 30, uh, even 40 pitches a couple times in relief and then come back soon, so I think he's capable of doing that, but it probably won't be tomorrow. The good thing is, is, you know, Coach Rod was able to use a lot of lesser-used pitchers behind him, so all of the veterans out of the bullpen will be be ready. Now, hopefully um, Hayden Kettler pitches, you know, a good, strong ball game, and you don't need to go too deep. But Coach Rod has the full complement of the veterans available tomorrow just because of the way it worked out. Derek, I really felt like this game coming into it for Tech was a revenge game for them, given, you know, Baylor going out there and getting those wins when they were not at their full strength. Did you kind of get that feel today? You know, I was talking to their their broadcaster Jeff Haxton uh, a little bit, and it, you know, he was talking about the fact that they'd only lost two Big Twelve series all year to, to to Baylor and to Kansas State, and they were certainly aware of that. And, and Texas Tech's a program that traditionally plays with a little bit of an edge, you know, so that might have that might have factored into it. But you know, I, I think our guys also were kind of eager to, after getting the series win, to go out there and add to it a little bit to show that hey, we beat this good Texas Tech team three times this year, which you would have done if you had, if you had won today. So I would imagine that played a little bit in, in, in Texas Tech's mind, but I think Baylor was also motivated to, uh, to add to it a little bit. So now you're behind, you're, you're behind if you're Baylor in the tournament play. You're going to the loser's bracket. It, you're still without a lot of your key players. How do they overcome that? You know, I think tomorrow the offense needs to jump out more quickly than it did today, you know, the Bears were down 3 nothing in the first inning, but the way they've been hitting over the course of the last month, that's not necessarily a worrisome deficit. But then it was 3 nothing, and then it was 4 nothing, and the next thing you know, it's 8 nothing, and they didn't really get the offense going until the 6th. So they're going to need to get uh, give the pitchers some cushion, hopefully a little bit earlier. Um, and then Hayden Kettler, who's given the Bears some really great outings over the years, you'd like to see one of his vintage six or seven inning uh, outings so that hopefully you don't have to go too deep in the bullpen so that if you get the win, you can turn around on Friday and have more bullpen arms available, maybe some of your long guys like Jimmy Winston or Jacob Ashkenos. I think ideally you would score early tomorrow, Kettler would give you good outing, and you could save your longer guys like Jimmy Winston for for Friday or beyond. But, of course, if the situation dictates, you can't wait if you, if you need them to win. Seven hits in the ball game against Tech pitching, and five of the seven coming from the top three guys in the batting order. No, that's a that's a good point. They they looked good after the first uh, trip through the lineup uh, for the most part, but 
the rest of the lineup was, was pretty quiet today, un- unfortunately. And, you know, you look, usually when the top of the order is, uh, is that good, that's a recipe for success, Jared. McKenzie had a couple more hits, an RBI double. Trey Richardson got Baylor's first hit in the first inning. And, you know, normally you'd expect when those guys are on for Andy Thomas in the cleanup spot to, to come up big. But today he had, was kind of quiet at the plate. And so you need more production up and down the lineup than, than Baylor got today, certainly, and hopefully in conjunction with another good outing from your top three guys. Derek, appreciate it. Uh, look forward to the call tomorrow morning, 845 for the uh, warm-up, 9 o'clock for the first pitch. And uh, we, uh, we look forward to, uh, to the call tomorrow. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Always good to talk to you. Talk to you soon. Derek Smith, the voice of the uh, Baylor baseball team. And, again, the Bears drop an 11-7 decision. And we didn't even talk about Drew Baker, who was uh, – he was uh, four for five with three runs scored and three RBIs yeah. at the top of the order for the uh, Red Raiders. You want to talk about a table setter. Yeah. Uh, three for five, three runs scored, three runs driven in as they got after it and got it going. And he hits – he swats the first home run. Uh, right out of the box and and gives the Red Raiders a one nothing lead and a, a lead that they never look back on. Yeah, he set the table and then Montgomery took over and just kind of it was that was curtains for Baylor. All right, so uh, four twenty six twenty six after four and they will play the loser of the game that's being played right now TCU and Texas Tech and last check we had on that game it was uh, TCU and Tech not at a, a t- TCU. In Kansas State, rather, and they are uh, knotted up at six apiece. So we'll get you an update on that as we roll along here on a Tuesday, a Wednesday Still afternoon. Still six six. Still six six. Okay, there you go. Six six, and it's late in the ball game. I think they're in the eighth inning. So six six Tech and uh, TCU, rather, and Kansas State. All right, we're back with more of game time in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I find myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyer with 4000 down at 2.9%. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Travel is back and soar the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Carr. Save $5,900 on a 2021 Buick Encore. Drive off in the affordable luxury of a Buick Encore for as little as $258 a month. Or vacation in the spacious comfort of a three-row Buick Enclave and save $8,500. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. 
We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, 432, we uh, welcome you back into game time here on ESPN Central Texas as we welcome into the program from ESPN.com, Alex Scarborough. Alex, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. Hope you're well. Let, before we dive into the article itself, I, I want to get your, your just your impressions on the, the transfer portal. Is it working the way it was designed to work? Is this the way we should be going with collegiate athletics? Oh, man, those are two very difficult questions and very loaded questions to answer. I don't think it's working the way that an idealist might think it would have worked because I think the goal was to create a framework in which transfers can happen in an above-board basis 
where players can change schools and there's a sort of uh, rules and regulations and a formality to it. And that's all well and good, but I think for the elite players, it has turned into something else, which is a formality. <laughs> it's, you know, it, after talking to coaches about this tampering issue in depth, it's an understanding that if you're waiting to start recruiting a guy once he's hit the portal, you're too late. So in some instances, uh, yes, the portal's doing exactly what they wanted. In other instances, it's sort of a thing that's being bypassed in order to start that process and bring in top-level talent. As far as whether it's good or bad for the sport, I don't know it necessarily matters. I know I think it's where the sport has been heading for over a decade now, and we're finally just now here, and we're seeing the pendulum swing, the power pendulum in college football swing from you know a decade, two decades ago, college football coaches held all of the power. I mean, they had to release you from their scholarship. You couldn't, they could, you know, say what schools you could and couldn't go to. And now it's swung toward players where they, they have the power to leave whenever they want to. They can have a media eligibility once in their career. And all on top of all of that, they can kind of try to do the NBA thing and build their own super teams if they, if they have, you know, relationships with buddies at schools that aren't doing well. It's an interesting uh, change in dynamics that I think coaches are are trying to wrap their head around and hoping uh, there's some stability that comes into the picture over the next few years. So complexion of football teams can and probably will change dramatically from year to year. Absolutely. I mean, the process of roster management right now is incredibly complex because there is that threat that any player on your roster could leave. I talked to a SEC assistant coach who, who estimated that at 50 to 55% of his roster, they have to continually recruit because they want to be sure that they can retain them. I mean, that's a huge number that they're doing. They're having to worry about on top of the players they're trying to bring in every single year in a signing class. So yes, your complexity can change overnight. I mean, you, you, you look at the no, there's no cap on the number of transfers you can bring in. So you can be, you look at what uh, Spavital has done at Texas State and just gone all in on the transfer portal. There's nothing to stop coaches from, from doing that and, and being really creative. So, yeah, it, it can be a chosen type thing or it can be like a Tennessee type thing where there's a coaching change and then suddenly every player you thought you might be able to have as a new coach has said, see you later, I'm going somewhere else. It's, it's created wholesale change. Um, maybe not on the level that you see in college basketball where three, four, five players in your starting five can change every single year. But it's, 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 it's getting to a high level in college football that's making a lot of coaches, uh, I think, pretty nervous. To me, Alex, it's almost like every coach knows this is happening, but even if, if you want to, you have the best of intentions for your team or your school – your hand is almost forced that you have to do the same thing or you're going to get left behind. Exactly. There's a, there's a mixture of frustration and resignation when it comes to this because, you know, we all know the realities of recruiting. There is always been, is, has, and always will be a shady element to that because that is the backbone of college football. It's bringing in talent. You can be as good a coach as you want. You have to have the talent in order to win. And to do that, you have to play within the framework 
uh, of how sport works. You know, I didn't say the framework of the rules. Mm -hmm. I said how the sport actually works. And that's where the tampering piece comes in because none of these coaches like it. Nobody wants to have to recruit 50 to 55% of their own roster every year. No one wants to worry about once they've got the kid to commit, got the kid to sign, they're developing him, things are going well, and they have to, you know, they get the threat of losing him. They don't want to have to deal with that. But the reality is now that there is that option out there. There's the reality is there's enough coaches who are talking to third parties, whether it's high school coach, former high school coaches, uh, mentors, trainers, seven-on-seven coaches, you know, un- third uncles, whatever you want to call it. They're making those calls and laying the groundwork to where that's a, an avenue for talent. And if you're not mining that avenue of talent, you're going to fall behind. So there's, again, that recognition that an elite player, a difference maker, you need to get out ahead of. So whether you like it or not, uh, a lot of these coaches, not all, a lot of these coaches are going to find themselves in a position where they're going to have to grin and bear it and play the game. And there's no real way to police this, is there? <laughs> that's the, that's the, there's a twofold way of looking at it there. There's one, which is the coaches who are very frustrated about the lack of enforcement when it comes to the rules from the NCAA. They bring up the fact that there are coaches, basketball coaches, who are on FBI wiretaps that are years old who are still active and not been punished by the NCAA. And the message that sends about a lack of enforcement from the NCAA on there. But you have to take that with a grain of salt because it is hard to enforce. It's difficult, if not impossible, if you're doing it, you know, in an effective sort of way to get caught because if you're not being frankly stupid as an assistant coach, you're not directly contacting a player. What you're doing is you're either having a player on your team make that uh, introduction or you know signal the interest in a transfer, which isn't quite legal, but you can't prove it because you don't know whether it was at the behest of a coach or the player doing it on its own. Or there's the high school coach angle, which when you really think about it, you know, you, uh, an assistant coach in college can talk to a high school coach as much as he wants about players who are coming up on his team, high school players he wants to recruit. There's nothing to say at the end of that conversation, hey, I know Joe Smith went to State University. We really liked him. Is he happy there? It doesn't seem like he's getting the playing time. We'd be really interested. What do you think? That's not supposed to happen, but there's nothing to – there's no smoking gun there because – there are three parties involved in that. There's the player who's not going to say anything because he doesn't want his eligibility compromised. There's the college coach who doesn't want to get in trouble with anybody. And there's the high school coach who needs to maintain good relationships. So if none of those three pieces in the chain is broken, there's no smoking gun. So, yes, that's a long way of saying enforcement is very difficult because there's plausible deniability in the vast majority of these conversations. In your research – are you finding that coaches are going after just we're going to go identify great athletes, or are they basically recruiting slash tampering based off a of need? I need a corner. Let's go find a corner. It, it, so how's it working? Uh, the answer to that is yes. It's kind of like <laughs> the NFL draft, right? The NFL draft, there's that whole uh, mindset of you take the best player available or you take the player you need. So it varies from coach to coach and roster to roster. 
a lot of schools have schemes, whether on offense or defense, that are very narrowly tailored to the type of athlete or more free form as far as what the athlete, you know, who's the most athletic, get them on the field. So there's a little bit of a mixture there. But it's targeted. A lot of schools right now are trying to figure out how many transfers do we want to take every year. A lot of schools I talked to said, look, you know, we're going to be very selective, maybe four or five roster spots, and we're going to see who we need to get in terms of who leaves for the NFL. Maybe there's a transfer we see coming on our own roster, and we're going to have to replenish there. But as I said, there are some schools that are going full bore into it too and just deciding we're going to take who's the best available and restructure our roster, rebuild it every single year. So I think right now it's sort of TBD in terms of what the average is or what the most you know common scenario is, because right now on top of all of this, we have that extra year of eligibility that goes along with the COVID year and the, the fact that they haven't changed the scholarship numbers in terms of 25 initial scholarships. So there's kind of a log jam there. Once we clear a couple more years, I think we'll start to see the picture in terms of what the average, how many how many transfers do I take each year. We'll start to see that more come into view, I think, in a couple of years. Is there any comparison or how would you compare this to what we saw unfold in the Southwest Conference in the 80s? And is it going to take, you know, if a team gets caught saying, well, you're not allowed any scholarships this year and kind of essentially putting them on a death penalty before we straighten this out? It's interesting you put it that way because I was talking to Todd Barry, who's the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association. So when he speaks, he speaks for a lot of football coaches. And he said, look, Right now, we're at a very difficult place because coaches, on the whole, want very harsh penalties for this. He said they want coaches, if they're caught, to sit out five years. They don't want them to be able to coach because coaches don't want that threat of poaching. They think it's wrong. But at the same time, there's an acknowledgement that where we're headed right now, this is Perry telling me this, is with the transfer portal, with the one-time waiver, and the NIL coming down the path, he sees a world in which every player in college, in major college football, at one point puts their name in the transfer portal, whether seeking more playing time or more money. And his fear is that it's going to create complications and create a cheating at the level of the 70s and 80s in college football, when every program, it seemed like, was going on probation. Uh, so there's a concern there. Is that a doomsday scenario? Maybe so. It, do things stabilize in the next few years when roster management starts to become a little bit more normalized? Maybe so, but that fear of the unknown and the just vast overall uh, uh, changing of rosters and the way that's inherently going to incentivize coaches going out and getting the best players and maybe bending the rules, it could have a vast unintended consequence. Alex, man, uh, we we do appreciate it. Uh, great insight on on this subject. It's it's a tough subject to say the least, but uh, man, we do appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. Talk to you soon. That is Alex Scarborough from ESPN.com. I I, I don't know where we go. Uh, I don't know what we do. Uh, I, I'll say this. And I've said it a million times over the last two or three weeks. Why do you keep doing this to us, uh, Gary? Because I know it works you up. It does. But <laughs> so uh, the only way to do that is you've, you've, you've got to redefine 
how the the transfer portal works. I don't think you could just say it's carte blanche. You you want to throw your name in there, throw your name in there. I think the 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 transfer portal is there. I think it could be used. I think it could be used correctly. But I think that there has to be some kind of blue ribbon committee or something that reviews every every applicant before their name goes into the portal. I want to transfer because fill in the blank. I think and it, then they review it. I think also just like a one time. Like like if you want to transfer, you can transfer once. You can't be Tate Martell and transfer every year. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a, it's a totally different. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And, and right now you're getting the one freebie. And, yeah. I mean, come on, man. What are we doing here? All right, uh, 445, 15 away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour service of good feet in the Central Texas market place we are right back with our ranger roundup we'll do that in a couple of minutes here on espn central texas it's on to oklahoma city and the big 12 baseball tournament for coach steve rodriguez and the bears the bears back in action thursday morning in oklahoma city against either tcu or kansas state 8 45 for the warm-up show 9 a.m first pitch thursday baylor baseball from the big 12 tournament in oklahoma city right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your attention is needed for this special announcement. It's Freedom Country's grand opening sales event. Central Texas, you've asked for it and you've got it. Freedom Country's grand opening sales event is here. And during our Freedom Country sales event, you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers. And like I said, we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in Colleen at Freedom Country. I had to say it. All of us plus textile license to get a Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken. Simply the best. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows. 
Almost direct. There's a price war in the insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half million dollar plans and up, that's our specialty. Even great smokers rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 Only T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to help businesses realize new possibilities, like our WFX solutions, enabled by our nationwide 5G network that help teams stay connected and productive where work happens. We also provide an award-winning customer experience and first-class benefits with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, June 5th and Sunday, June 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. So head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, June 5th, 9 to 5, and June 6th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, uh, welcome into the program for Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And uh, last night, the uh, Rangers opened up a mini two-game Road trip, uh, well, swing through L.A. Right. They they got Seattle coming up a little later on, but the, man, it was not pretty. Uh, got beat last night, eleven to five. The uh, one thing that kept on, the one constant was Adolis Garcia. He has done it again. Big inning. There's a swing by Garcia. There's a long drive, straightaway left. That ball is history. A two-run homer for Adolis Garcia, his fifteenth of the year. His RBI total up to forty. And there's a bright spot on a dim night. It's the Angels 11 and the Rangers 3. It's a dim day, too, by the way. Uh, We'll give you that information in just a minute. By the way, uh, Odolis Garcia connected for his 10th home run, as Eric just said, and that's from the uh, Ranger Radio Network, by the way, heard right here on ESPN Central Texas last night. He did that in the 6th. The home run put him in a tie for the most by a Ranger rookie in a calendar month, uh, matching Dave Hostetler who did it back in June of 82. He hit 10 home runs in June of 82. So if he can hit another home run this week, then he's going to set a uh, rookie record for the most home runs in a calendar month. That is pretty cool. The home run was also Garcia's 15th of the season, the second most by a Texas rookie before the All-Star break behind one Pete Incavilla, who hit 16 home runs in 1986. Incavilla, of course, you know, hit about 9 million home runs for the Oklahoma State Cowboys <laughs> before being drafted by the Texas Rangers. Now, they're playing the get-out-of-town game since this is just a two-game series. And, uh, man, if, if you're – I'll tell you what. If, if I'm the manager of the Rangers, right. I'm going to home plate and I'm going to argue about anything. I'm going to argue about the color of the sun. I'm getting tossed out of this game because it is no fun. The Rangers are on the bottom end of a 9-1 game in the home half of the fifth inning. Man, I really thought that they could get these two games. I, I remember last time when they played the Angels, it, it didn't go well for them. But you have no Mike Trout. Um, you, you really have no pop if you're the Anaheim, but yet they continue to roll. 
Well, they're rolling on them today, right now, and that's just the way it goes. But again, remember, Garrett, I, we talk about Major League Baseball. If you could play 500 or around 500 on the road, mm-hmm. boy, you you're in you're in business. That's kind of the goal is to play 500 on the road. But I also thought you know. We looked at the standings yesterday. Texas had worked their way ahead of Anaheim, and they worked their way ahead of Seattle. To me, I mean, you got to say this is kind of crucial. Let's put some more separation between us, and they're just not able to do it. Nope. They're, uh, and again, this is a rebuilding year, so we'll see how it goes for them. But, uh, man, right now, just uh, just not very well at all in this uh, road trip. They're going to have to figure out a way to recover and uh, and go to Seattle and see if they can't salvage a game or two in Seattle. You know, so, Garrett, think about it now. If you get beat today, which you're, you're going to, you're losing 9-1 to in the fifth. They're not coming back, let's be honest. No. So, but if what if you went and won a couple of ball games uh, out of, you know, t- won two out of three against Seattle. What if you found a way to win two out of three, then you win two games out of five on the road trip? Mm-hmm. Not exactly 500, but, you know, it is it is what it is. But, man, what you don't want to do is what they did the last time they went on the road. They went 0-6. And, right. and now, you know, they're going to be 0-2 on this trip. They haven't won a road game in their last eight. So you got to find a way to win one or two of these on the road, and you, then do what you did the other day at home, and, and you know they play well at home. I, you know, and th- that's a really good point. And you would think, and I don't know if what that takes. I mean, going back up to Seattle, I know that's where Woodward's from. Does that come into play at all? No, I, I don't know. But I mean, you got to figure out. To me, this is this is a really crucial point. I know you're always saying you got to wait till June or whatever, but I feel like with the the way the standings are, they, if they have to at least get two wins. No, hey, see, again, you've got, what, 100 games? Where are we at? You've got 120 games left. I mean, you're, what, 35, 40 games into the year right now? Yeah, but, I mean, to me, I, mean, I don't know. I'm just looking at it from what a is conference their standpoint. What is their record right now, by the way? I, I haven't even looked at the, I looked at the standing to see where they are, but, uh, you know, they played April, May, so they probably played 45, 50 games at the most. Uh, you know, you're playing a 162-game schedule, so uh, – you know, I, I don't they know. are 22 and 28, and the Angels are 21 and 27. Okay, 22 and 28. What is that? That's 50 games? Yeah. yeah, that's that new math. That's 50 games. So you got 112 games still to play. So you you got a long way to go. These things are marathons. They're not sprints. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, but again, I don't think the expectation was very high for the Rangers. But uh, yeah, again, you like well, to see them with, it, huh? I think they surpassed their expectations. Well, sort of. I mean, again, it, what if what if they just go in the tank and lose sixty or seventy, or even eighty games? You know, over the next one ten, then you can you're going to look back and go, hey, this was not a good year, right? So again, you got to look at the whole body of work as you work your way through. And again, I've, I've said it a million times: you can't get too high, you can't get too low, especially with a young team like this that has. Boy, they've got some growing pains right now, and particularly when they're playing on the rope. All right. Uh, hey, you know, it is what season it is? It's graduation season. And at Morrison's Gifts, they have the perfect gift to uh, commemorate that graduate's great accomplishments. They've been uh, they've been providing gifts for all occasions since 1979. That's why they are a Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. They've got John Hart ID wallets, uh, duffels, laundry bags, luggage for guys and gals, con- 
Venezuela purses and accessories, just to name some of the great items. They've also got free gift wrapping, and uh, and they they can sh- you're in Waco and you got a graduate in Kalamazoo, Michigan, not a problem. You just go to Morrison's Gifts and they'll take care of it for you. They'll get it gift wrapped, they'll get it shipped and and taken care of for you. Uh, they uh, they're in business at, over at the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. You just walk right down the sidewalk. You can't miss them. Great place. And again, and we're talking about graduation. I would tell you this. If you're just looking to be a good guy, mm-hmm. go to Morrison's Gifts. Get one of those gift baskets. Take it home. And you just scored yourself 10 points. It's 10 points into the into the hopper uh, for, <laughs> for, for get out of jail free card for Garrett Ross if he just takes care of business. All right, so it's Morrison's Gifts. They're, uh, they're again, been in business since 1979. And... Um, in the Brazos Place Shopping Center next to Jason's Deli. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Your attention is needed for this special announcement. It's Freedom Country's grand opening sales event. Central Texas, you've asked for it and you've got it. Freedom Country's grand opening sales event is here. And during our Freedom Country sales event, you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers. And like I said, we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in Killeen at Freedom Country. I had to say it. All of plus text on the license to get Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita me vas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesc, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken. Simply the best. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is 
is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters with a question. If you had a very good friend with very bad breath and everyone knew it except him, wouldn't you tell him? I believe you would because it's part of the bro code. So now this same friend is driving a truck around town without a stitch of accessories. I mean, no step bars, no bed cover, no grill guard, totally naked. And he's unaware how embarrassing it is. Don't you owe it to him, bro to bro, to tell him he's driving around a new truck? The Pickup Outfitters, we think you do. And we're asking you to join the cause to end truck nudity in Central Texas, one bro at a time. So grab your buddy, ask him to get a beer with you, and break the news to him gently. Then show him all the possibilities for his truck on the Pickup Outfitters website. You can even bring him to Pickup Outfitters. As our thanks to your commitment to your bro, we'll even take the price of the beer off the ticket. Unless, of course, it's a light beer. Pickup Outfitters of Waco, we're here to help you and your bro on the web at createacommotion.com. Congratulations to Scott Drew and the national champion Baylor Bears. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes past five. Drive safely as you wrap up your workday and head for the house. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, glad to have you with us. It is nine to three, by the way. The Angels on top of the Rangers. That game down the hall on our sister station, Kicker ninety nine point three FM and fifteen ninety AM. If you want to catch that, as the Rangers look to rally down by six in the late innings or in the sixth inning. All right, uh, we welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the Crawford Pirates as the Pirates get ready to take on Lindsay, we say hello to coach randy smith coach good afternoon how are you oh i'm doing well how are you and tom garrett and garrett doing doing terrific we appreciate the time today hey well, so let's dive into this thing regional semifinals i mean you're just a couple of steps away from where you want to be uh and you're taking on a very talented Lindsay team well those couple of steps are, are real big steps we're, we're just going to go game by game hey tom i want to do a shout out real quick some thank yous for Midway ISD for letting us come to the indoor WISD using veterans. McGregor's using their turf field because of all this rain. DBAT let us come out and hit. And then for our girls, Diamond Athletics, uh, letting them use their facilities. But I, I really want to say thank you to those people. Isn't that cool how the community will rally? Uh, oh, you, you just mentioned two or three different school districts. Yes. Uh, you know, they, they've got a little bit more money than we've got, but they've got turf. They've got – you know, places that we can go practice. I just called some guys up that I know, some buddies, and, oh, yeah, they welcomed us to, to be able to use those facilities, and I really, really appreciate it. That's, uh, so were you able to get the work in that you needed to get in, Randy? 
Oh yeah, we you know you get to this point, uh, you don't have to grind them. You just you you gotta you know you do the fundamental things day to day, and just be able to practice, uh, go over some things. Uh, but just you know you don't have to grind them. We we're just gonna go out there and hit and field and throw and being able to find a place. Uh, our gyms are only so big, and uh, the way we throw sometimes, I'm, I'm scared for the glass that might be around. <laughs> us, so. Uh, <laughs> Being able to get to places to practice, it helps. Yeah, your 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 club's playing well. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Talk, talk a little bit about you know what I, I first of all finding information on Lindsay's been the most difficult thing I've ever done. Uh, but what I have found out is it, it appears that they've been playing single games as opposed to series. Is, is, am I reading that right? That that's right. Uh, going into it, the coach would never really talk to me, and I understand. You know, he was wanting to take care of the, the series or the single game that he was in, got to talk to him as the week has went on. And a lot of that had to do with uh, the teams that were matching up with. They had maybe one good pitcher. You know, Lindsey's got several. Uh, so they didn't want to they didn't want to get into that uh, possible scenario. So they would just flip them for one game. Lindsey's like me. They lost every flip. And uh, so we were able to work it out for us to just go a series and didn't even have to flip for it. You play, and they're coming off a win over Alboard. What can you tell us about Lindsey? Well, they're they're athletic. I mean, you look at them uh, you know, in football; they they made a great run. Uh, basketball, they're good. You know, it's very similar to us. They, they've got athletes all over the field. Uh, this coach actually coached Patrick Mahomes at White House, uh, so they they take a very aggressive approach offensively. You let them get on base; they're going to try to take extra bases. Uh, that play a lot of small ball if they need it. Uh, pitch really, really well. Play great defense. Uh, so it's we, we've got our hands full playing this team. Coach, I know you had to change the initial venue and to Brock where you're going to play at. How difficult has it been for y'all throughout the playoff process to find fields to play, especially with the weather we're dealing with lately? Well, it it, it hadn't been difficult up to this point. Uh, like I said, he didn't plan ahead, and and you know I that's the way he wanted to do it. I had a couple of fields. He didn't like them. It was a little bit more travel for them. Uh, we go into Saturday. I spent all day Saturday. Uh, we wake up Sunday. I go to church after church. I mean, we finally were able to get something by about 7.30 uh, Sunday night. And I've never went into Sunday not having something locked down. Uh, so that was that, that was a long weekend for me uh, on the phone. I don't like being on the phone that much. But uh, we were able to work it out. He's a good guy. I got to know him a little bit, and, uh, you know, he, he coaches his kids hard, and, and they play hard, but so do I, and, and my kids will get after it. Talk a little bit about just what this is this spring has meant to, to Crawford. Your girls' team is still going. They got a big series with Italy, and you got a big series with Lindsey. It has to just be a special time in the Crawford community right now. Oh, it is. I mean, everybody in the community – uh, they they pull for the success of these kids, whether it's in the classroom or on the field, on the court. Uh, our girls are are doing amazing things, and they're gonna first pitch is gonna be just a little low, under an hour. Uh, I won't be able to make it, but I'll be able to watch it on Game Changer technology. You know, once you kind of figure out technology, it kind of helps you a little bit. But <laughs> will you I'm teach still, me? <laughs> I'm still trying to learn that, but uh, a lot of my guys, we just ended practice and. They're going to hustle over there and, and watch and cheer the girls on. But just up and down the hall, uh, as school was still going on, uh, they support each other. And, 
And it just, it, it, it you know, the, the days go faster when you have so much success. And this school year has flown by even with COVID, but uh, it, it's been, it's been a, it's been fun. It's been challenging, but what memories we will have from this. I know, Coach, I know all the focus right now is on Lindsay, and it should be. But would you like to have an opportunity to play Bosqueville and see them again? It, just for to have the camaraderie in Central Texas, the I rivalry. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, I, I, okay. That is that is the that I'm not even going to look at that. Uh, Bosqueville will do what they need to do, uh, and they're playing Winthors, two great teams. There, there's four teams left in this region that are really good. Uh, so we, we we'll just concentrate on Lindsay. Uh, we'll we'll deal with uh, whoever that may be if we're lucky enough and fortunate enough to get by this series, uh, and then and then we'll go into it. But yeah, I'm I'm not going to touch that with ten foot poles. <laughs> hey, I had to try. I had to try. <laughs> I know you did. I know it. <laughs> we're we're hey we're investigative around here, man. We dig. <laughs> Tom, you don't want me to start bringing up the stories. No, about no, you. Randy, oh, I, I do. don't. I no, do. no, I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, Randy, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. I wish you the very best uh, this week <laughs> against Thank Lindsay, you, and you have a great day. See how quickly yes, I got out of that that conversation. I, I told you I've known this guy for a hundred years. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, there you go. Speaking. Speaking of the, the softball team, Crawford and Italy, uh, game one tonight uh, in about uh, 51 minutes, uh, or actually about, yeah, about 51 minutes, mm-hmm. so they'll uh, they'll get going there. And then uh, he mentioned Bossieville and Winthors. That will be at 6.30 tonight, so there you go. We, we I mean, it's, it's go time yep. for uh, the Bulldogs uh, on the baseball side and for the Crawford softball team, and we wish them, boy, you know what? We, he may not want to talk about it, but I dead go sure <laughs> I do. I know you do. <laughs> and I want Bosqueville and Crawford to play again. I think it would I be a. Too. I think this community would turn out like nobody's business to see that. Uh, if we can get some good weather next weekend, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. y- and I don't know where you play that thing, but you better hmm. play it at a big ballpark, you know. So uh, I think there's one down the street. There is, but, and you know, do you want to get on carpet? Do you want to stay? You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. So it. it I just I just hope that that's uh, that's part of the equation next week. So there you go. All right, eleven minutes after five, five eleven here from ESPN Central Texas, and we're going to take a minute and we're going to talk about Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And let me tell you what's coming up this Saturday, the 29th. From 10 until 11.30, you can come out and meet Mark Vidal from the national champion Baylor Bears. He's going to be at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Mark's going to be there. It's going to be fun for the whole family. Uh, Autographs, refreshments, a huge giveaway, including $200 in cash. It's going to be a drawing for that. Awesome national championship gear, a gift basket from Barefoot Campus Outfitters. and Man, it should be a lot of fun. They, uh, They are looking forward to seeing you meeting you and it's your chance mm-hmm. to go say hello and you know not only maybe get a picture but also congratulate mark uh, for uh, for what has it's been a historic season in this community thanks to scott drew and the baylor basketball team and mark vital uh, is going to be out at Allen samuels and they'll be there from 10 until 11 30 uh and he'll be there from uh, 10 to 11.30, as we mentioned, uh, coming up on Saturday, the 29th, at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car biz. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight with low temperatures falling to 71 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow, meaning more clouds than sunshine. It'll be humid with a high of 88. And on Friday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. You have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something? Then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. At UBO Business Services, being the premier copier service provider in Texas has its advantages. In production, UBO is the only dealership in North America that can sell and service the Xerox, Iridesce, and Versant lines, as well as Konica Minolta's Acuro Press line and Ricoh's Production Pro 7210SX. In wide format, UBO offers HP's industry-leading line of equipment. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600 or ubeo.com. Your attention is needed for this special announcement. It's Freedom Country's grand opening sales event. Central Texas, you've asked for it and you've got it. Freedom Country's grand opening sales event is here. And during our Freedom Country sales event, you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers. And like I said, we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in Colleen at Freedom Country. I had to say it. All of the plus text on the license to get a Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken. Simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the, the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag with Tom and Gary on Game Time. All right, uh, 516-16F5, and it is time for the grab bag. And, and, and Garrett, we're, we've we've been talking about uh, finances in collegiate athletics all mm-hmm. week, and now it's time to reveal the Big 12 dollars. And they've they gone, finally? Yeah, they've gone down, actually. Big 12 Conference is going to uh, – uh, he's got $345 million of revenue to, it, uh, to for its 10 schools. So, you know, do the math. <laughs> That's 34.5. Each school will, will get about $34.5 million. For the uh, 2021 or 2020-2021 fiscal year, and that is down from 37.7 million. Uh, you know, and part of that is gate revenue. Part of that is television uh, revenue down a little bit. But I, I think part of it is, in fact, I know it is. They didn't have anybody in the big dance Absolutely. when it comes to football. Yeah, I mean, that's really all it boils down to. Because when you look, the ACC and the SEC both had numbers skyrocketing. I think that the ACC definitely rose more with them having to – they could actually take advantage of Notre Dame this year, you know, and get that money for them as well. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the Big 12 is still sitting right there with the Pac-12 as far as the revenue goes. They're both pretty close. It's and, still and they a got lot the same of stinking money. Absolutely Come on now. It it's $34.5 million. It's a lot of money. And they acknowledge that there were variables and unknowns, you know, uh, when it comes to uh, to what went on and, and the shortfall of – you know, they came up about – Fifty million bucks short from uh, from from a year ago, right. and, and again, you know where that's coming from. Yeah, but I think the the one positive is like when you look at the Pac-12. Remember, Stanford cleared out a num a number of their athletics, you know, and you didn't see too many schools in the Big Twelve had to make that sacrifice. No, and it, speaking of which, I think they're going to start bringing some of them back. They but, probably are. Uh, but yeah, when when you look at the fact that that uh, the Big Twelve did not have a participant in the college football playoff. That's where it's that's, at. And again, I'll go back and say, what if we had an eight-team or a sixteen-team playoff, and it was a legitimate playoff, like the FCS playoff? How much money would ESPN, ABC, Fox, and, and all of them? I mean, it would be a bidding war trying to get a, trying to get that uh, that that piece of the action. It would be. And the only thing I think that's really kind of holding, and which I mean, you could make it is those other bowl games, right? Like then you would lose. I don't know, maybe the Rose Bowl or wherever. You're not lo- You're going to use those as your as your playoff games. I mean, uh, you know, again, my little deal is, hey, first, the first round of the 16 is at the home site, right? And then you can you can go right in and use use the bowl games for those second and third rounds, and then your championship game. I mean, you don't. What you do is you you, you may get rid of. Uh, 
oh, I don't know, the 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 Garrett Ross Bowl. Right, but, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, those bowls that are not – they got six people in the stands. <laughs> yeah. The only people there is the television crew <laughs> and the much. two teams. Yeah. But, you know, I, anyway. All right, so – and I don't know how to pronounce it. Don't care. Asashi Shimbun is a newspaper in Japan, and it called for the Tokyo Olympics to be canceled with the game set to open in less than two months. In fact, it demanded that uh, Japan – canceled the games and there's some other smaller newspapers but this is one of the big national newspapers and you know and they basically have come out and demanded that the uh the the prime minister cancel the olympics okay so i i'd really try to stay out of world world events and stuff i could care less but so why why is this covid okay there you go there you go. Uh, the uh, Deshaun Watson case has entered into discovery, which could play out well in the 2020, uh, could play out long into the 2021 season. Uh, where does Deshaun, wh- wh- where, what's his football situation? I, I know what he's saying. He said, I want to be traded still. I don't know if he plays this year. Does, I don't think he plays this does, year. Does another team take a flyer on him? I think I, I, I mean, think you let this play out in the courts, and then if you're a team and you're still interested, then you'll pursue him. And there's probably going to be a situation where you're going to catch a lot of slack if you do. They're saying he so, they're but, saying he may not be deposed until February of 2022. Oh well, then he's out for a while. <laughs> so does I mean, and that's the question. I mean, is he a Texan? Well, by contract, he's a Texan. Yeah, but do you try to figure out a way to get out of that and? and Separate yourself from him if you're that organization. I, well, it's a great question. I mean, I don't know. Are you innocent until proven guilty? Yeah. I mean, is he is his relationship with the Texans severed because of what went on before all of this, and this just oh yeah pushed it icing over, on the cake. It, it put, it pushed <laughs> it over the top. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, what there's it, it is it's a mess. It is an absolute mess. And then finally, the uh, the NFL has informed clubs. That uh, they can have fans at at uh, summer camp, spring train, uh, summer training, and uh, just about everybody, with the exception of a couple of teams, are going to be at full capacity. So <laughs> there you go. I got one more. We'll save go. it for later. Oh, okay. I can do it now. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think this is cool. Joe West broke the Major League Baseball record for the most regular season games umpired: five thousand three hundred and seventy-six regular season games. That's awesome. He, he became a Major League umpire at the age of twenty-three. He's now sixty-eight years young and still going strong. Can you and imagine I w- the people he's seen, yeah. like just calling those games. That's well, awesome. How about this? Uh, during his long career, Wes has worked notable games like Willie McCovey's 500th home run, uh, Nolan Ryan's fifth career no-hitter, Felix Hernandez's perfect game, and, uh, you know, just that's just, just, yeah, just a few. <laughs> and the cool thing is he's also an entrepreneur. He invented a chest protector that a lot of umpires wear. In fact, I own one. It's called the West Vest, uh-huh. and that's what a lot of umpires wear. And so he's an entrepreneur as well. So huh. good, good for him. All right, 523. This is a game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a fantastic season comes to an end for Baylor women's golf. We'll give you details 
Plus, Baylor baseball opens play in the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City this morning. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. It's the Sikkim Podcast with a new episode each week. Hosted by Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great. From general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets, we go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, a terrific season for Coach Jay Goble and Baylor women's golf has come to an end, finishing in 14th place at the NCAA Championships in Scottsdale, Arizona. For Baylor, a team that was ranked number one in the nation earlier in the season, it's their fourth top 15 finish in the last six NCAA championships. Meanwhile, Baylor baseball begins their postseason run this morning in Oklahoma City. Baylor opening play at 9 a.m. this morning against Texas Tech. Outfielder Jared McKenzie named earlier this week first team all Big 12 ask if the Bears feel they are squarely on the bubble and what they need to do in OKC. I mean, I wouldn't say we change anything, but we know it's in the back of our minds that we are that bubble team and we know that um, it's crunch time, we need to win. And so whatever it takes, we got to pass the bat um, and compete. And uh, as long as we go out here and uh, do what we know we're capable of, um, I think and we leave it all out there, then it's out of our hands. And we've done all that we can do and just trust that um, we get that opportunity to show the country what we're made of. One of those bullet points on your resume is, is two or three pretty convincing wins at Lubbock. Does that, does that give you some confidence going in facing Tech once again? Oh, yeah. Um, knowing that we see them recently, too, so uh, it wasn't too early in the year. And uh, we have that confidence against them already. Um, it's going to be exciting. And then uh, I mean, hopefully we continue to play well against them. And then we want that revenge against TCU. Um, and then we can keep winning. So one game at a time. Jared McKenzie and the Bears in action this morning against Texas Tech on the air at 845. First pitch at 9 right here on ESPN Central Texas Television on ESPNU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. We'll have an update this afternoon and more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, 
Culverts or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Payments for qualified buyer with 4000 down at 2.9%. TTNL Extra. Seek dealer for details. Travelers back and soar the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Carr. Hit the road to the 2016 Buick Encore for only $152 a month. A 2016 GMC Sierra for only $318 a month. A 2018 Mercedes GLA for $334 a month. Or 2015 GMC Terrain for only $135 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the, the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five thirty-one. Welcome back into the program. This is game time with Tom and Garrett. Drive safely as you make your way home here on a 
on a Wednesday afternoon. I nearly forgot what day it is. It's hump day. It's Wednesday. And uh, we, we talk Dallas Cowboys football. We do it with John Machota from The Athletic. John, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, let's dive in. I guess first question is uh, what everybody's thinking. Uh, what did Dak look like uh, in, uh, in your thoughts about uh, his work uh, in the first couple of days of OTAs? Yeah, from what we got to see yesterday, I guess the best way to describe it is if you didn't know that he had suffered the gruesome right ankle injury last October against the Giants, you wouldn't have known it by watching what he did in those OTA practices. I mean, just the, he started out with where he was kind of working off on the sides when the rest of the team was warming up, and so I was kind of thinking, okay, well, then he's not going to do very much. Well, that was just he's added a, a new kind of his own personal warm-up uh, just because he wants his ankle to be fully uh, warmed up and, and ready to go whenever before he does anything. And it sounds like, from what he said afterwards, that he's going to go through this new routine from now on uh, just because he likes, you know, the feeling of it, knowing that, he, you know, he has 100% confidence in the ankle. But in terms of the work he did, I mean, he did everything that he would normally do except for the team drill portion when there's a defensive line out there. And that's just because, you know, even though it's a lot of walkthrough stuff, you know, the guys are still running. They're still going after each other. And all it takes is some guy tripping and, and, and a defensive lineman rolls into his ankle or an offensive lineman falls back into his ankle. So they didn't have him doing that, which was the plan all along. He's not supposed to take part in that until training camp starts. Um, but, I mean, he was running on the move, throwing on the move, throwing, you know, doing all the drills that all the quarterbacks were doing, that they, the different agility drills, things they do where they, uh, you know, run around uh, bags and run over bags while, while, you know, keeping their head up and throwing in the nets and things like that. Like, and it never at all seemed like he was favoring that right ankle. It, it, never, it never appeared that he had difficulty pushing off of it. I mean, he just it looked pretty smooth. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think he would say he's 100% quite yet. Um, he continues to say he could play in a game if he had you right now, but I think he's just fine with the fact that they don't have to play in a game until September. Uh, but yeah, just the best way I can describe it is if you just went out there and you didn't watch the NFL at all last season, you never would have thought that this guy's coming back from an injury. I, I know Mike uh, McCarthy has said he feels like that uh, Dak is ahead of the game, but it, it, you mentioned training camp. Is that the next big test for, for Dak Prescott in your opinion? Yeah, it really is. Um, what I saw yesterday, I anticipate being the same that he's going to do next week when we have uh, OTA availability, and then the following week when we get to go to uh, their mandatory mini camp. Uh, I, that just this has been the plan all along, and with what he does in the seven on seven work, and, and it's really kind of eleven on seven because really what it is is that they have the offensive line out there, just they don't put out the defensive line. So basically, the ball snap, the offensive line, and get back in their set. And but they're not really actually blocking anybody. They just hold, and then you know Dak can still moves around in the pocket and does things like that. And he's still finding covered receivers down the field and doing the normal stuff he would do. Just he doesn't have an actual pass rush coming at him. But in terms of all the individual stuff, and that I mean he he took he took all the first reps that you would expect him to uh, in a normal off season at this time. So it's really it's really just the precaution of it is that they just don't want an accidental you know, guy rolling into him or, or, or something like that, or someone diving on the ground and accidentally, you know, tripping him up. And then he suffers a setback and it's like, well, why, why are we even doing this? This makes no sense. You know, uh, how far is this team going without Dak Prescott? So uh, I think they're playing it smart right now. And then it gives you the chance that when they open up training camp, that then you can start doing that stuff. But even then, even when they get to training camp, I don't think he's going to necessarily be doing every single thing every single day. I think they're going to slowly bring him along you know, he's not going to play a ton in the preseason. There's no reason to, especially now that they moved to 17 games regular season. I mean, 
I think that everything is on track, and he should be ready to go fully healthy week one, and that's, at the end of the day, all that matters. You mentioned the 17th game right there. What's the overall mindset for these players and the staff about having that extra game at the end of the year? Yeah, it's interesting with this team because, you know, they also got that Hall of Fame game, so they have an extra preseason game. And so because of that, they're only doing six OTA practices uh, this year instead of, you know, in previous years they've done nine. Uh, they're trying to ramp back. I mean, they're trying to move back a little bit on, on some of that stuff, just uh, being mindful of the workload. As you guys know, there's several NFL teams that aren't even participating and players aren't participating in anything voluntary. They're only going to be there for the mandatory minicamp. So, Cowboys had full attendance uh, so far for OTA, so you know they're one of the few teams that has, and so they're 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 being very deliberate with the, with the process. But yeah, having that extra game, I mean, it's just one of those things that every team has to deal with, and this just happens to be the year where the Cowboys' extra game is is a road game, and it'll be uh, at New England. So obviously, that's not going to be some type of a layup, but it just it's what you got to deal with, and and I, I find it hard to believe that any NFL player that's been in the league for at least a couple of years would be surprised that it was moving to 17 games. I mean, I, I don't think anybody should be surprised if it moves to 18 games in a few years right. and they only play two preseason games. So M-O-N-E-Y, I right, John? What's that? It's all about M-O-N-E-Y, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. John, what, where's Blake Jarwin at right now was with his recovery from that ACL? You know, I was a little surprised that Blake didn't do anything uh, yesterday, um, but they're, very, they're being very cautious. Uh, with him you know we got to see him a, a little bit out on the practice field at the end of the regular season because so he suffered that ACL tear in the season in the first half of the season opener against the Rams and so you know he was able to have surgery uh, and then start his rehab and so I think that just with him they're being very very cautious that they don't want him I mean because remember this injury that he suffered uh, this torn ACL in his, his right knee is on a play against the Rams where Nobody touches him. It's just he plants and he and he pushes off the turf and immediately goes down and grabs the back of his of his right knee. It's just one of those where, you know, if you've watched sports long enough, you know that those are probably the worst whenever the guy isn't touched and goes down. And so I think they're just being as cautious as possible uh, with that. So he worked off to the side with um, athletic trainers. But he said yesterday that his plan is, and he expects to be a full go for the start of training camp. So, uh, you know, if that's the case, I, I see him moving right back in with the first team. If not, then that job will belong to Dalton Schultz. And after seeing what he did last year, he's certainly capable uh, of being the team's number one tight end if, if he needs to be. John, uh, obviously uh, limited in what you were able to see, and it's limited in what they're doing in the OTAs. But w- among the young guys that the Cowboys uh, have uh, have drafted, did, did anybody kind of jump off the page and you went, wow, uh, didn't see that coming? You know, I don't think anybody would say that they saw any of that yesterday. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you could tell the plan that Mike McCarthy had in place was to have any have the veterans get on the first work and have the, the rookies working behind them. Because, like, you look at a Micah Parsons, that you draft him 12th overall. You're not drafting 12th overall to kind of maybe let him be a backup linebacker his first year and play some special teams. I mean, he's getting out on the field. But when they were putting in the linebackers, they, you know, the first group was Leighton Vanderesh and Jalen Smith, and then they went in, they went into some nickel stuff, and Keanu O'Neill came in and played on the weak side, and then Jabril Cox and Micah Parsons worked in behind them, and it was the same thing at corner with the second round pick Calvin Joseph. He was not out there with the first group. It ended up being Anthony Brown, Trayvon Diggs on the outside, and Jordan Lewis in the slot, and so I, I think that's all just part of the plan because, as Mike McCarthy said after, they're putting a lot on these rookies' plates. You know, I mean, this is a big difference from what they were doing in college, so. 
because of that, no, there was no there was no rookies that I think anybody could say, oh yeah, you know, this guy really stood out. Not not in not in that setting that that we saw yesterday. And you mentioned Neil there. Is is that the game plan this year for him? Is to use him primarily at the linebacker instead of the safety position? Yeah, it is. And and you know, he said that he played that a little bit in high school, and and you know, once he went to Florida. He, he was the safety. And then, you know, his last five years in Atlanta, he's been a safety. And uh, he just, you know, he's, he's very familiar with, with Dan Quinn from his time in Atlanta. And Dan Quinn was one of the guys that recruited him to go to Florida uh, before Dan Quinn left and went to, went to Seattle. And so they have a very good relationship, and he trusts that Dan knows how to use him in the best way in, in this scheme. And so uh, it's funny because the rosters that they, you know, that they hand out as we go down to the field, you know, to take attendance and stuff like that, they have him listed as a safety, but from everything Dan Quinn said and Mike McCarthy said and everything I saw yesterday, he's certainly a weak side linebacker. And he even said that he was weighing 217 last year. He's going to get up to at least 222 uh, now for this role. And I think where you're going to see him the most is that on those like third downs and, and in long passing situations on second down, he's going to be a guy they bring in to cover tight ends, running backs out of the backfield and and, uh, you know, be, be one of those type of linebackers that you need in today's football where they have to be able to defend in the, in the passing game because that's the way this game's become. So is there any number in particular that you would ever pay $500,000 to switch to? You know what it all comes down to is just whatever my salary was go. to begin with. <laughs> and, and, I, and honestly, if I was making Jalen Smith money, no. And, I mean, Jalen Smith, I think, I don't have the number with me exactly. I believe on his last, when he signed the deal two years ago, I think it, I think he got thirteen million up front, like guaranteed right off the you know that day. Um, and he's one of the highest paid linebackers, so I know when people look at the numbers, they'll be like, yeah, he's a millionaire, he's fine, he can do whatever. Um, if I was Patrick Mahomes or Dak Prescott or one of these quarterbacks, yeah, but uh, no, if I was Jalen Smith, I would just wait till next year and then just get to change over the number for free. But it. It is an interesting thing because he's not like he's the only guy that's making this switch this year, and it just shows you that, you know, how important things like that are to players. And for a guy like Jalen Smith who played his best ball in college and high school wearing the number nine, who knows? Maybe it's a psychological thing that, you know, he just really wanted to get, get moved back. To. I mean, it, it looks different. I mean, seeing him running around there yesterday, I mean, I mean, it reminded me of him at Notre Dame, you know, right. but um, – it just, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I, I, but to answer your question, no, absolutely not. I would not, yeah, no, no. <laughs> is that, so is he going to be the leader, or who do you expect to step up and become the leader of this defense? You know, that's a great question, because I've been thinking about that, with, I mean, just even the linebackers in general, because I feel like most people look at, traditionally throughout football, you know, like that Mike linebacker, one of the, you know, the big-time playmaking linebacker is kind of like the leader of the defense, and and I really don't know who that who that's going to be. I mean, as of right now, I would say the leader – you know, generally has to be your best player. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's still DeMarcus Lawrence. So on this defense, I look at him to be, you know, to me, he's the face of the defense. He's the highest paid player on the defense. He's the most valuable player on their defense. He's their best defensive player. So in terms of the entire unit, I would say it's him. But, you know, that linebacker crew, I kind of want, I kind of think, I mean, it's still very early. We only got to talk to him once, but man, uh, it could be a group thing, but I think Keanu Neal is going to work in the mix. It just uh, he, he just just the way he carries himself in that. It's it just a real it seems like a real pros pro. He obviously knows what Dan Quinn likes. Dan Quinn is going to feel comfortable using him in different roles because he knows exactly what he can do. Uh, so I wouldn't sleep on him. And then obviously, if Leighton Vanderash is healthy and Jalen Smith's playing well, those guys obviously you know those they jump right to the front as well. Hey John, what do you uh, what what can we read in the uh, in the athletic? What do you got for us? Yeah, so off of yesterday's practice, I went. I 
pretty much <laughs> I stayed up way too late last night. And so instead of writing a bunch of different articles throughout the week, I just put up my, my 20 biggest observations. It's like 4,000 words, but I'm telling you. It's, it's a quick <laughs> 4,000 words to read. Get in there. Check that out. It, it, I mean, if you missed anything or that anybody has been talking about from OTAs, it, it covers everything in there. I just put it up this morning. Hey, I, I read it this morning. I appreciate it. Thanks. John, uh, as always, we appreciate your time. Have a great day. You too, guys. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you soon. I, I did. I saw that this morning. I went, hey, that's good stuff. Yeah, it was, it was a great article. It, Yeah, it really was. The top 20 thing. All right, uh, and that's the athletic, and uh, you can be a part of that deal. So, uh, And I'm telling you, it, that's my first go-to now is the athlete. I love it. I uh, told you. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm a, it takes me a while to learn things. <laughs> All right, so 545, we're 15 away from 6. And our 5 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. And they're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. And uh, all the openings start at 17 bucks an hour or more. Apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Uh, coming up, more of uh, Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct how about a game of catch at the rangers new ballpark it's on, because for a limited time, Catch on the Field is part of the Globe Life Field Premium Tour. So grab a friend, a family member, and go behind the scenes of the Rangers' home. Take in the views, marvel at the art, the roof, and the Rangers' history literally written on the walls. And then, play catch on a major league field. Book your tour today at texasrangers.com tours. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
With a First Central Credit Union home equity loan, it's your choice. Your home's equity can provide the cash flow you need. Use cash for home improvements, debt consolidation, a new vehicle, college expenses, a wedding, dream vacation, a medical emergency, or any other unexpected or desired expense. Act now and enjoy no closing costs up to $75,000. Apply online at www.firstcentralcu.com for a quick local decision. Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Offer valid through June 30th, member NCUA. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. In Waco, Texas, we like to win. On the ball field, in the boardroom, we welcome competition. We work hard. We play fair. And at Jeff Hunter Toyota, we're determined to do whatever it takes to win your trust. In Waco, this is who we are. And Toyota is what we drive. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete listing. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 549, we're 11 away from 6. John's got the uh, Big 12 buzz coming up here in just a few minutes. Garrett, while, while we got a second, we never we were at 6-6, TCU at Kansas State, and then we got busy and, and lost track. And so we're, we're going to circle back around. We do know that Kansas State lost, so TCU came from a big deficit all the way back to uh, get the win, and they stay in the winner's bracket. Kansas State moves into the loser's bracket, and we'll take on the Bears tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, our broadcast from Bricktown will begin at 845. So TCU won on a walk-off. Phillip Sykes had a single that knocked in Hunter Wolf, and they come away victorious 7-6. to six. Yeah, they were down, what, 4 to nothing, yeah. something and like that? Just- and, and got it done. So there you go. Now on the high school front, as we mentioned, softball, Crawford, and Italy begin their three-game series in about 10 minutes. Uh, and that will be in Whitney. Game two tomorrow night in Whitney. Game three if needed, 11 o'clock on Saturday. Baseball, Bosqueville, and Winthorpe begin their series tonight at 6.30. Uh, Crawford and Lindsay will begin their series tomorrow night at 7 o'clock in Brock. And Hubbard is going all the way to Nevada Community to take on Dodge City. And that will be at 7 o'clock tomorrow tomorrow night for game one then they're not going to play game two and three until noon on saturday so mm-hmm. uh there you go we wish uh, the jaggers all the best and there you go all right that is going to do it for us thanks for calling thanks for listening thanks for being a part of the program we will do this again tomorrow at four o'clock until then have yourself a great day